ball. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. Just like I'm the king on the microphone. So it's Dr. J and Moses Malone. I like slam dunks and taking it to the home. My favorite play is the alley oop. I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. Cause it's basketball. Or Mr. Kirch's Alright, we are back, and we're going to start off with our AP polls, just give you the changes that we've had. So, after getting absolutely ridiculed last week for having Baylor, I think, <clears throat> at like 7 or 8, something like that, I've moved them up to the 3 spot, which I know you guys still aren't going to like, but after like just seeing every what everybody's talking about with Baylor, I'm starting to get back with them. I mean, I think the whole reason why I wasn't on them in the first place, just because... Um, Mayor has been playing, you know, as good as, like, as good as, uh, you know, when I loved him. But um, then other than that, the only thing that, like, really changed, got Alabama now in my top ten. I think I just had such fun fun time watching them play um, against fucking, oh, uh, goddamn, why can't I think right now? Oh, against Gonzaga. But, um, yeah, I think other than that, my list is pretty much the same. Oh, uh, yeah, I think mine, all my, um, just moved a little bit. Like, Baylor went up to two. Uh, Duke, I moved just down one to three. Uh, Kentucky and Zags flipped out four and five, so I got Kentucky four. Um, Auburn and I switched Auburn UCLA. I mean, nothing really happened. I just, I mean, I just think they're, they're just playing better. They're <coughs> so I just moved them up one. And I still don't have Bama in my. I mean, I won. I was one of the guys that had Bama in my final four to start the year. I still don't have him in my top ten. I think that loss to um, Iona is still really bad. I, just don't really – I can't really credit them too much for that loss. But other than that, yeah, it's pretty much – I have the same. Well, Rick Pitino, though. <laughs> no, I love Iona. Like, they're they're going to be a tournament team. but They'll probably win their conference, but I don't know. This you you own a what? What? You own a what? <laughs> Nothing. No, never mind. All right. <laughs> All right, yeah, so with mine, changes I made were – I obviously had to move Purdue to one. Uh, Duke went down to three. Baylor went up to two for mine. Um, obviously, Gonzaga, I had them moved to about five. I actually moved Alabama all the way up to six because, obviously, they lost to um, Iona, but there's a lot of teams, like, within, like, close to them that have also had some losses where it's like, okay, like, those are – I don't think they're, like, very good losses. And Bama, have, like, they beat Gonzaga, which is always a tough thing to do. And then Kentucky, I have – I put them up to nine. And then Kansas is back in my top ten. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I know. also have Kentucky yeah. at nine. Luke, you had them at four, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know what all the hate is for Kentucky here. They lost no. to Duke on the opener. Yeah, Luke, that's what right. I was gonna. That's what Why I was. Why is everyone pe- like? I, I want to know what the AP. I just had it up here. Why they have? Why they're like <clears throat> discrediting them so much? No, that's what I was thinking too. Because like when I made the list and like I just checked it over before we came here, and I was like. I mean, Kentucky's only loss is to do. So, I mean, this is who they have ahead of them. Like, this is wild. I know Kentucky, other than that game, has not played anybody, but they're handling everybody. Like, UCLA has a lot. Obviously, they lost to Gonzaga. Gonzaga has two losses now, obviously. Two good teams they lost to, though. Villanova still has two. Kansas has a bad loss to um, Dayton. Was it Yeah, Dayton. And then Alabama has lost to Iona, and Kentucky just stays at 10. I did notice that. Like, yeah. it, I don't know why they're not moving at all. I mean, I like them at four. I think they're really good. They lost to Duke, a damn good Duke team. Yeah, um, because cause if you think about it, all their, like, their loss is to, obviously, Duke. And, like, all those other teams they, like, think are so good because they lost to They the actually Jaguars. dropped a spot. 
all they think is like because like Gonzaga, um, they think Gonzaga is so good, but like when a team loses to Duke, which was Kentucky, it's like, oh, they lost to Duke. They didn't lose to Gonzaga. So like all those teams that have lost to Gonzaga, you see right up in the top rankings. They haven't moved, but Kentucky still stays behind all of them. Uh, I mean, I think for our AP polls, that wraps up everything. But we'll move into the AP poll that I came wait, out. I, wait, or, what did you guys say? I was just going to say something about the – I thought we were moving on from the AP. I had something – um, a little fun stat. You know, it's 13 of the top – of the 25 teams, like top 25, have not won a road game yet. Really? Oh, yeah, that's, I heard about That's that. wild. And then, like, a lot of people are slanting – slandering Purdue because they haven't won like a legit uh real game yet and they almost lost Iowa without their best player yeah and like too you I think USC has the most and they have like three it's like of the top 25 teams like no one's really went done anything yet it's like a long season ahead mm-hmm. moving to uh the actual AP poll so Purdue they jumped the one Baylor jumps two spots in the number two Duke falls to three. Zags fall down to five with their loss to Alabama. Then Alabama ends up jumping seven spots with that win, and now they're ranked nine. Um, yeah, and then, like, you're bringing up USC. I think they climbed, I think, four spots or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just that's just what's going on right now with AP people. Yeah, I got – um in like, I do, I do a top 25 every week. Um, I got LSU at 14. Uh, they have about 25. I mean, that's kind of the only big difference I see in uh, my compared to the AP. But, I mean, I don't even have – I don't think I had BYU in at all ever, and they still have them 24. But, yeah, I mean, LSU was the big one for me. That was different. Well, BYU just lost, like, a stain, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. They lost to a bad team. Who was it? I can't think of it, but it was not a good loss. Um, I think – was it San Francisco? No, no, it was Utah Valley. That's even worse. No, yeah, I, was say, I thought it was another Utah school. Uh, Colorado State, too. I think they, they got to get some credit. They're fucking balling. Yeah, look, they're receiving votes right now, though. So, yeah, I know. Like, I they are killing it. But look, that's one of them teams that they got to have, like, a, you know, a somewhat decent window. I think they have some good wins, though, this year. Hold on. I, me... I haven't really, I'll be honest, I really haven't looked into. I really haven't um, so they beat, they beat St. Mary's and Creighton both handily. They beat. Creighton by 14, and they beat St. Mary's by, yeah, about 14, 16, so. Yeah, well, I mean, Creighton's obviously having a down year, but St. Mary's has looked pretty and good. And they beat Oral Roberts in the season opener by 30. <laughs> yeah, and Oral Roberts, you know, is supposed to I mean, be. They're not good, but yeah. I mean, that's, pretty, that's some three good wins for that team. For a team like that, that, like, that does kind of prove, like, something. Yeah. They might get in eventually. I mean, they got. Yeah, I mean, they got though. Mississippi State um, and Alabama in December here, so that'll be. Good test for them. Yeah, but it's just like the bon- the Bonnies, dude. They're gonna have to be perfect if they want to get in. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, enough with the AP poll. We'll get into the games of the last week. So the first game we have Texas Tech. They uh, played Tennessee and they beat them. Uh, Texas Tech, like pretty big team. Uh, they just put on the pressure on Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee at one point went to a two-three zone, kind of stop them. But this game went into OT. I'm not really sure how Tennessee shot. 19 for 71 from the field, 6 from 40 from the 3, and their defense, like, I guess, kind of kept them in it. Like, this was an insanely low-scoring game. Goes in OT, kind of made it look better, but, I mean, it was just a weird fucking game. Yeah, Texas Tech is, like, a weird team, though. Like, I said they were pretty good, and then the one time I bet on them, they lost. 
um, to Providence, I think it was. And Providence is playing really well. But uh, Tennessee is the other team that they're playing really well, too. It's just kind of like the, both teams are playing really good. But then, yet again, they're still not, like, there yet. So, I mean, it was a good game. I mean, at uh, neutral floor, too. So, I mean, you're going to get a battle if they're pretty even teams. So, it, it was a good game. Yeah, I didn't really have the chance to watch this game or a lot with a lot of these games because I'm kind of busy right now. But um, I've really never been that high on Tennessee. So, like, obviously, like, losing losing this game wasn't that big of a surprise to me, and especially when you shoot six or 40 from three. Like, you're not going to win a game like that ever. So well, what pissed me off about Tennessee is, you know, I had them at 10 last week. Um, <laughs> I meant to make the joke because they're the only 10 I see, but I fucked it up and didn't say it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they, like, easily should have won that game. It just pissed me off that it had to come to that. But uh, the next upset we have, Texas Southern beats Florida. They outscored them 32-9 to off the bench, and they doubled their rebounds. Florida had 23 to Texas Southern's 46. And, I mean, that's what's going to fucking lose you ball games, folks. How the hell do you lose to Texas Southern? Uh, that blows my mind. They're horrible, <coughs> absolutely terrible. <laughs> And you like Florida? You come off a of, uh, that big win against um, at Oklahoma. They won that game, right? Yeah, yeah. No, they didn't. Oklahoma beat them. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, even even then, like, how do you lose? Come around and got it, Texas Southern, and you lose to this team who hasn't won a game all year and get absolutely shit stopped by them. They got blown out. It just, I don't even know what to say about this game. There's really not much to say. Like, you went into a game, like, what are we supposed to do? Talk about how good Texas Southern was? Like, no, we can't because they were 0-7. Like, that's all we really can say about the game. And there's nothing else really to talk about besides they were 0-7 going into the game. And you got beat by fucking 14, 13, whatever the math that is. I can't even do it. But No, and, like, I was trying to look up the highlights of this game. That was kind of a bitch. It's either you watch the entire game or you watch the shittiest highlight film of all time. But Texas Southern, they're jacking up, like, stupid fucking threes and making them and shit. And I, like, almost felt bad for Florida. But, I mean, I don't get how they can double you and fucking rebound. At home, too. At home. And they sh- and Florida's at home against a team that's horrible and shoot 5 of 24 from three. And, like, they didn't, they they went 5 of 11. Texas Southern did. So they didn't even shoot many threes. But 5 of 24 at home against a shitty team, unacceptable. Uh, moving away from teams that are stains, we'll go to Alabama versus Gonzaga. I mean, this was a fucking awesome game. There's, uh, like, just lots of runs. But Bama, I mean, they just made their threes, made their layups. And Jane Shackleford went with 28, went six from eight from three. Like, he just fucking balled out. Like, he had to step up for them to win this game. Like we were talking about last week, I think, how Bama, like, they just need to, like, make their shots and it'll be fine. And here you go. This is great fucking, like, proof of that they can do it. Yeah, no, I mean, Shackleford and Quinterly are going to be their guys all year. And they showed up big. This team can defend like a motherfucker, too, on the perimeter. Like, they're so quick, so athletic. Uh, J.D. Davidson off the bench had an awesome game. And he got so he had a couple steals there uh, late or big plays. Um, but, like, Gonzaga, I mean, obviously, Timmy's going to get his. But other than Timmy, they, he didn't really get much help. They had three other guys in uh, dull figures, but didn't really seem like it. And, oh, uh, yeah, Shaka Ford not missing. You shoot 18 of 34 from three – or 38 from three – yeah, 34. You're going to beat just about anybody. They shot 34 threes and they shot 38 twos. They almost shot just as many threes as twos this game. 
and that's just what Alabama is. They're going to get a, get into your shorts on defense, uh, your guards, and they're going to shoot threes, get layups, get fast breaks. I mean, when they're hot, they're hot, and they're going to be a real tough team to beat. Yeah, I mean, if you watched the last podcast, I kind of called this game. I basically only picked Bama because you both picked um, Gonzaga, and I hate Gonzaga. And somehow, some way, like I said, if Bama gets hot, they're going to win, and that is exactly what happened. So, I mean, I was right again. That's all I got to say. Slogan's on a heater. But, I mean, if you watch this game near the end, like Gonzaga, they weren't really in it, but they just started draining threes. I'm like, holy shit. And they actually kind of made it a ball game. But, I mean, it was about time, like, answered with their own three-pointers of their own. Um, The next game we have, though, Ole Miss versus Memphis. Uh, Imani Bates had to come off the bench. Well, Ole Miss – beat Memphis let me just say that first Jalen Duran only scored two points I mean that's a huge fucking problem Memphis has right now yeah Memphis is a shit show right now like absolutely terrible um I got a whole thing of what did you any of you guys see what Penny Hardaway said for this game uh no okay no. it's it's like a decent amount I'll read it all it's like in quotes everything he said Everybody's trying to get to the NBA off the ranking off the ranking we had but nobody's willing to sacrifice minutes touches or anything it's been miserable. I'm going to have to be be a complete asshole from this point on and only put, play the players that care. The main reason we have these losses is the veterans don't want to take young guys under their wings. They want it to be about them. And then uh, blah, 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 he says, I guarantee you we'll start winning because we're gonna you're going to see guys out there who care and will care, carry out the game plan. They might make mistakes, but they're, gonna, they're not going to be any character issues on the team. And he's just basically going on. And on about how, like, the vets are kind of mad about how, like, or not mad, just kind of jealous of all this attention that the freshmen are getting and the freshmen are the other way around. They're like, we just, I mean, we just want to get out of here, get into the NBA. It's like, it's just a shit show, complete split locker room. And, I mean, Penny Hardaway's got to take care. He's the boss. Like, take control. Like, you got to figure it out and do your thing. Don't let the players make all the decisions and dictate the team. Like, you're the coach. You got to do that. Well, like, uh, I mean, obviously Wiseman reading play, but other than that, Memphis only really lost uh, Boogie Ellis, right? Yeah, but I mean, I don't think they have a point guard this year. Okay, but I, I mean, I was just gonna say, like, I heard like almost same thing, like what you just read off, like, uh, you know how the guys that Hardaway had, they're all pissed off because freshmen coming in, you know, and like they're not f- fucking playing good either. I mean, it's like has to be a locker room issue at this point, but I don't know. Yeah, because, like, what I was going to get into is, like, you, I saw it all over Instagram after all these losses they had. And you see, like, everybody's talking about how, like, maybe Penny's only good at recruiting. He can't actually coach. And it's clearly shown because he gets all these freshmen every year and they're ranked and they haven't done shit with it. Like, he moves Bates to the bench and he has one for ten from the field and you're only getting two points out of Duran. Like, even if the freshmen think they're so hot and all this good and stuff, they haven't done shit to prove that they're actually good. They can't even fucking score a point basically or make a shot from the field let alone yeah like their starting point guard is Lomax I'm pretty sure and like you look he's like way down there on like the top possession percentage like the possessions he has the ball and everything it's like your point guard should be the guy you want to have the ball make plays for other people obviously if Bates is like one of your best players and Durant's your best player you want the ball in their hands too but point guard shouldn't be uh like 10th on your fucking list on um possession of the ball it just doesn't make sense no and this this like makes you 
tip your cap to Purdue. I mean, having an All-American off the bench who's, like, totally invested in the game plan and everything, like, that's – I mean, Penny Hardaway's got to be jealous out of his fucking mind seeing – I mean, yeah. like, Purdue just building their program and having these unselfish guys, like, it's unbelievable. It's, like, shows a testament to the coach, too. Like, like you got Painter who's been there for how long? He's a vet coach. People are going <laughs> to listen to him. You do what he says. I mean, Penny just doesn't have the locker right now. He doesn't have anyone's attention. No one's, like, respecting him, it seems like. I mean, yeah, well, you almost, like, claim him as, like, kind of a gimmick. I mean, same with Juwan Howard. Like, they're getting the same prospects, but they're not really, yeah. like – I like Juwan Howard, though. They're starting to roll, though. Maybe. Yeah, I really like Juwan Howard. I think Juwan Howard's been a good coach, like, since he got there. He's, like, definitely and they're coach. And they're playing well. Like, I know they lost some of those games, but they just smoked San Diego State, who was ranked – or almost ranked. They put up 100 that game, too. And No, Nebraska, they put up 100 against. Okay, yeah, well, that's I mean, Nebraska. They, yeah, they lost some games. I think they're, they'll find their stride. They'll be – I don't know. I mean, I like him as a coach. So, Penny Hardaway's got to get that locker room to, together. Yeah, and, like, I totally agree with you. Like, I think Jawan Howard, I mean, just – like, Michigan having him is fucking huge. But I was just bringing him up because, like, former NBA players, you know, former college stars, yeah. like, they get these, like, big-name recruits. And they both had like really bad starts this season, but yeah, I mean you're right with Michigan. Like it was, I think it was almost just a matter of time before they figured it out. But yeah, no, I get the comparison too. I mean, like they're gonna obviously get the recruits. They're like young guys that like are probably pretty fun to be around too. Like, why wouldn't you want to play for them? Uh, then the next game I want to talk about Purdue versus Iowa. So we didn't have uh, Keegan Murray in the game. And I mean, Purdue pretty much had this game wrapped up the entire game, but we made a run late, started running that uh, half court press or whatever that ended up working out really well. But uh, yeah, Purdue stuck it out. And um, a lot of people are saying like, oh, Purdue, they blew a lead um, like against an Iowa team without their best player, you know. But then I thought it was like also a testament to where they can give up these giant runs, but still pull out a win. I mean, like, I, like, still like Purdue. I mean, these games are going to happen, too. I mean, and it's like, how do you, how do you see it early? I don't know. Yeah, like, I I think, like, I think I was, like, one of, the, like, the teams that can really match up well against Purdue because uh, Agundale and that other freshman, that other seven-footer, I forget his name at the moment. But, I mean, when they're out there, it's like they're just body for Purdue. And, like, look at what they did. Like, Edie didn't score at all. Like, he didn't do good at all this game. I mean, Iowa kind of got him because we just had the size for him. And, like, that's what – I think that's kind of why we kept it close because he couldn't have, have his way down low. But that press, when we have the lineup of um, Ulis, Perkins, um, Connor McCaffrey, Sanford, and then Chris Murray in the back. When you have that lineup out there, they do that press. Like we've, all, I was always in that press, but they've never been quick. They just been long and lengthy, just slow you up. This one makes you speed up, and if you don't have guards that can handle it, you're going to turn the ball over. I mean, it happened against Illinois too. So, I mean, I like where I was at right now. Um, we just lost another one once we got um, Murray Keegan Murray back, but I think they're they're right there, so they'll be fine um, as they go forward. Yeah, just like you said about the press, because, like, Iowa's press has always been just slow people up so they can't, like, obviously just get rid of a little bit of the shot clock because Iowa's not really that athletic to, like, guard teams for that long usually. But I actually didn't have the chance to watch the game because I was playing a game that night. And my prediction going into the game was that Purdue was going to win by 30-plus, and I was completely wrong. And I think if Iowa doesn't shoot 5 for 21 from 3, like, they actually have a, a legitimate shot of actually, like, maybe even winning this game. Oh, yeah, and I was watching this game. 
back in well, the night before you came down, Luke. But I mean, we were just talking about uh, Travion with Jack goes, "Holy shit, that was a nice pass!" I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, he is unbelievable. Oh, I fucking love him. But, uh, oh, last thing I want to say about Purdue, though, if you're playing Purdue in Purdue and that crowd gets into it, you are fucked. These kids are fucking animals. Whoever runs this, whoever runs their stadium, it's it's fucking awesome. I think they're just excited to see that they're relevant. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, like, they've had, they've been, like, right there for how long, but now they're ranked number one. Like, they haven't had that in forever, never. so. They they only, they've never been ranked number one. Yeah, so it's, their, it's their so first time. Yeah, Mackey Arena gets pretty fucking lit. Oh, uh, in those games. Then the uh, last game I'll talk about, Kansas versus St. John's. So Kansas beat these guys by 20, and I gave up on St. John's as soon as I bet on them. They were playing some bum school. I think it was, like, some place in Brooklyn, but they ended up almost losing to them. But, uh, yeah, I'll give this to Luke. I know he wants to talk about Kansas. Oh, yeah, I was just say Kansas. I, so they lost that one game to Dayton, big deal, whatever. They're really fucking good. If you watch them play this game, I mean, every single one of them was in the, their offense rating was over 100. Um, they're, they can do everything. Like, because when you have Jalen Wilson come off the bench, who doesn't even, he's supposed to be, he's a top, he's a five star recruit. And he was supposed to be the best player this year. He's coming off the bench for him. Um, Christian Braun is unbelievable. And obviously, Abaji is too. So I really like this team because the difference is Remy Martin um, last year, he was dropping. 25 30 20 every game and this year he's going game he's having games where he goes scoreless he doesn't even score because why he doesn't need to he obviously can when he want if they need him to but he doesn't have to because they have that many guys around him so i love kansas i mean they, that one loss hurts because i think if they win that game if they're undefeated i think they're the best team in the country uh yeah i was actually gonna talk about this one too because um usually like as like kansas the pat or since bronze been there braun has never really like shot the ball that much. If you go look at some of like the games like early this year, even last year, Braun never really was that like score for him. He's just kind of out there because he could handle the ball. He could shoot if he was open. And then obviously if you have Remy Martin out there, this is why I think Kansas is so good because of the age. But plus like Remy Martin has been what is like preseason player of the year watch the last like three years. And he's like kind of like fell off the radar because Arizona state was always bad. And now when he's with Kansas and he doesn't even have to score, it just completely makes like Kansas just unbelievable. Yeah, I think um, St. John's can be a scary team, though. Like, I know, Joe, you said, like, all your hopes kind of went down the drain with them. But, I mean, when you have uh, Champagny and Pasha Alexander, I mean, those two are studs. So, if they have two good nights and you just get a couple solid games out of two more guys on your bench or your starting lineup, I think they can win some games in the Big East, shock some teams. But, I mean, you're obviously going to have to have big games from Champagny and Alexander. Yeah, um, I was watching this Kansas game, and uh, I just call him Champagne, like not Champagne. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But uh, I was, like tell him beat him, like that's their fucking guy, and if he's rolling, like you know, like he's good shit. But um, he started to heat up in that game. Ajbaji or whatever for Kansas, though he's a fucking bucket. Like watching him play in this game, like he's just making like three. Oh my god, like this guy's a fucking stud. And then uh. I don't know why, but Mitch Lightfoot, he reminds me of, like, a total just Kansas player. Like, a guy probably going to be, like, selling insurance when he's older. Like, he's not going to touch a basketball after this. But, I mean, I don't know. I just like the guy. <laughs> no, Joey, you'll like him even more. There's a video on um, 
Lightfoot's Instagram where his handshake is like a video of him like shotgunning at the end of his handshake. <laughs> That's exactly. badass. No, like, I've seen I I dude I love him just because <laughs> that video. Yeah, I think this that's gonna be a. I can't wait for the Big Twelve because Texas, uh, Kansas, and Baylor are gonna have some damn good games. Yeah, so I think that wraps up every game uh, from the past week. Uh, you guys got any other games? Luke, did you want to talk about Syracuse? Oh yeah, I was gonna do Nova Villanova Syracuse game. Oh, you a little can, bit. What? You can go ahead on that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Basically, I mean, I used I tweeted it. I mean, I could watch Villanova play all day, every day. I mean, Logan knows. I mean, our coach, uh, Mike. <coughs> excuse me, Mike Malone. I mean, he loves he loves him. He does the fundamentals with us. He ran. That's kind of the offense we ran. Uh, they're so fundamental. Like just watch a game of them. They pump fake every time they get the ball. They're always jump stopping. Like Logan knows exactly what I'm talking about. But yep, pump fake, get in the lane. They jump stop. No like bad shots. They're swinging it. They're they do everything perfect, like just how basketball should be played. It's so like awesome to watch them, and when they when they're playing like that and they're hitting their threes like they hit last night, they shot a ton of they shot fifty threes last night. Yeah, that's not enough. They only shot twenty six percent. They made thirteen of them, <clears throat> but they're just so good. I mean, uh, more Samuels and Gillespie. I mean, the big three. Those guards got to be the three best guards like on a team, the trio in the country, in Syracuse. About- is not a great team if uh, Buddy Beheim or Jimmy Beheim, if one of them are, are having an off night, they're not going to be good. But I, I love Vill- I love this Villanova team. I just wish they had more depth so they could actually be a contender, but I just don't think they're going to because they don't got the depth. Uh, Logan, you got anything? Yeah, I, I'm right with Luke. I'm basically every that. See, I've been like – every time we've talked about it so far, I've always said oh, Villanova will be fine all year, so I mean – I'm right with him, and I actually Luke texted me and said, "Are you watching the Villanova game last night?" And I wasn't. And I first thing I saw when I pulled up was um, Villanova having forty freaking threes put up, and I'm like, "Okay, Jesus Christ!" Yeah, with crazy. ten minutes left in the game, they had thirty five or forty threes put up. Yeah, uh, I was like coughing along out when you were talking about that, but I mean, did you talk at all about like Villanova's um, like rotation problem with guys off the bench? Like, yeah, I, mean, I kind of I just got at the end. I was like, I wish they had some bench so they could actually be like really like really damn good team but they just don't uh one thing i mean i'm just looking over the stat sheet on this buddy i'm only scoring six points while, he was horrible yeah while being 38 minutes on the court that's you know the recipe the one if you're syracuse holy shit no it's because villanova has somebody i it's not one of the big three but he guards the best player of the game and he has absolute locks i mean buddy Baham couldn't even get to the rim and buddy was like I think like maybe six or seven inches taller than him. Like he couldn't get anything going. They're they're a damn good defense team because I know Moore, Justin Moore is a really good defender too. They always are. They're always just all around like just a great. Yeah, I, I know he's a really good defender. Yeah, so that wraps up all of last week's games. We'll go into our upcoming game tomorrow or Thursday. You guys will be listening to this on a Thursday. Iowa plays number seventeen Iowa State in Ames. Um. I mean, they're going to have Murray back. I think Iowa, like, so I think the key to this game, Bohannon coming in there and just fucking balling. Like, I know last time he played Iowa State, he did, right? Well, yeah, he, like, left his shoes there. But, I mean, if Bohannon can, like, get into the head of this Iowa State team and obviously not turn the ball over to these guys, I think Iowa has a pretty good chance of beating them. Yeah, I think Iowa's got a team that 
that could give them trouble for the reason that we're not really going to turn the ball over. Like we, I mean, maybe I'm wrong by the time this game comes around, but we've been pretty solid. And I was always pretty solid on the offensive end of keeping, taking care of the ball. So I think we got a good chance with that. It's just whether we hit our shots uh, on the road or not. I mean, we already showed it once we could at Purdue. So it would be – and Virginia, we hit, we played well. So we've been playing well on the road. So, yeah, I'm uh, curious. This is going to be an awesome game. Yeah, unlike these two, um, I hate Iowa. So I will always pick Iowa State to beat them because Hilton Magic will be back and Iowa State basketball is back and they're going to kill him. Yeah, Hilton Magic ain't back, buddy. Oh, no, it's going to be back. You know, they got all the talent like they used to. <laughs> Do you to. know what Hilton Magic fucking was? No, Luke, I know what Hilton Magic is. close. Luke, it was a joke, all right? Take it like one. <laughs> God. The next game we have, number seven, Texas, plays number 23, Seton Hall. I think this is a huge game for Texas to win. I mean, is there only other ranked opponent loss, uh, Gonzaga? Yep. Yeah, it's the only team they played those ranked. Their only loss. And for Texas to beat Seton Hall, I mean that's just big win. I mean I know Seton Hall's number only number twenty three, but still, I mean I, I mean I like Texas. It's at Seton Hall, but still, I mean it, like I said, this is just <laughs> for the third time. I, this is just a huge game for Texas to win. Yeah, I think it's gonna be awesome. Is this at Seton Hall or is it neutral? Would you say it's that at Seton Hall? I asked Siri about it, and she shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I. I can see an upset here. I know I said I love Texas. I'm just curious to see if they haven't figured it out yet. They haven't played a team on Ken Palm in the top 200 yet, other than Gonzaga. So, I mean, obviously they've been killing everyone, but if they haven't played anyone yet, it's going to be a good game. I wouldn't be surprised if you can see a Seton Hall upset here at home. This place is going to be rocking ready for it. Yeah, but honestly, like, I really am not into the whole Seton Hall hype. Like, I've never really – because, like, if you think about it, their only win right now is against Michigan, and this is when Michigan was fucking terrible. A lot better they, win than fucking what's nothing. Their name Obviously, yes, it's better than nothing. But, like, they've lost to Ohio State, which Ohio State, I think, is, like, you never know what you're going to get kind of kind of night with them. But I really haven't been that high on Seton Hall. Like, they've never been, I think, anywhere higher than maybe 24 or 25 when I, like, make my ranking. So I'm just going to take Texas just because – I, I just ain't that high on Seton Hall. Yeah, no, I I understand what you're saying. It's just I just like the schedule Seton Hall's played so far, and you get them at home. Yeah, I definitely can see big, like where you're coming from. A Big East year. crowd, a uh, Big East turns up for basketball. Like this is that's, that's what they that's, are. That's all they have. Yep. Well, I'm, <clears throat> I'm just looking at Texas's schedule going forward, and they play again absolutely nobody. I think they had five games <laughs> until they play somebody with a pulse, West Virginia. But I mean, this them losing to Seton Hall could be like a huge blow for them. Yeah, it's, I, it's like, I'm actually really excited for this game. The next game we have number 22 Wisconsin versus number 21 Ohio State. I fucking hate Wisconsin. I didn't think they were going to be anything going into the season, but uh, Ohio State, like you said, they're like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And uh, at Ohio State, though. If uh the Buckeye, what do they call it, the Nut House, if they get fucking rolling, I think this game's over. I like Ohio State big here as long as they you know start off fine. And but like Wisconsin, the big thing about them is their defense. Am I wrong? Yeah, I don't, yeah, they have a very good defense. Yeah, it's just if Ohio State can score, I mean, I think they'll be fine. Well, Wisconsin tonight should have fucking lost at home to Indiana. Uh, I watched the game. I had Indiana plus five. They're up. 20 with like I don't know going into the second half Wisconsin comes all the way back 
and wins by five. I had them by plus five, and Wisconsin won by five. They should not have won that game. All-time bad beat, but I like Ohio State at home. Going to Columbus is a first Big Ten game for both these teams, or like good Big Ten game. Two ranked teams. Uh, I like Ohio State. Um, I also am definitely going Ohio State, but like Luke, like you kind of said, like after like Ohio State has like you know that big win. Actually, they've played Penn State and Tau- like Towson or whatever. But like after like a big win like Duke, if you're going into another like ranked game, it's kind of hard to get like excited for maybe. But I think it is at Ohio State, so that would definitely help them because like yeah. you know, said, like in that house or whatever. But that game was played a couple weeks ago, so yeah, I that yeah, still. But like I don't know. But this this is a chance for Ohio State to like completely like regain their season that they kind of lost in the beginning because if they win this game um then Saturday after that they'll play Kentucky and if they can beat Kentucky they'll have a win against Duke, Seton Hall, Wisconsin and Kentucky all four of them will be ranked and then I think Ohio State will be way higher in the rankings like I mean way up there if they can it's gonna be tough obviously but if they can win all them games their season is completely back yeah and that Xavier loss is not bad Xavier's a damn good team Xavier's I watched play tonight they're they're good and they're missing their best player. Xavier's a very good team. Xavier's best player was preseason um Big East player of the year and he's not, he hasn't played all year. Yeah, Luke, the only teams they've lost to are Xavier by six and Florida, who was twenty at the time, by three. Oof. Like they yeah. haven't lost bad to them teams either. Like they've had close games. Then obviously they beat Duke and Seton Hall. So if they can win both these, like their season, like it's like I thought it was a bust at the beginning of the year, but if they win these two games, their season is looking great. Yep. Uh, but speaking of Ohio State, right now they're playing the Townsend Tigers, and they're only up by one halftime. Yeah, well, I do see that. Yeah, no, I I see that too. I I think they'll they'll win that game by twenty twenty five. Yeah, yeah, you just gotta give them some time here. Uh, the next game I want to bring up: number in Arizona is playing Illinois. Uh, I mean, fuck, Illinois just beat Iowa. They, I mean, they're looking like better playing Arizona. Arizona looks really fucking good. Um, it's at Illinois. I mean, I don't know. I think Arizona, they're just, like, on paper. They're just better all-around team. But um, they're two huge big man matchup. Fuck, what's Arizona's fucking uh, – he's, like, way skinnier than Colburn, of course. But He's a big fucker, though. Yeah. I mean, that should, that should be a game. I mean, Coloco, he's 7-1. Bring up, like, ranked on ranked opponents. But, I mean, I think it should be an interesting game, especially at Illinois. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a hell of a game. Right? You see the 11 in front of Arizona, and then you see nothing Illinois <coughs> kind of deceiving, considering once they got Kofi getting under his feet again, he's killing it. I think it's going to be an awesome game. I think um, Arizona does have the size, though, uh, like a good size. Like Iowa had the size, like I said, against the Purdue. We had the size for Kofi, but these guys these guys are big. They're good. So I, I think uh, Arizona can definitely come in to Illinois and beat them. But, I mean, it's not going to be easy going going to Illinois. I agree with that last part about going to Illinois. and But I think this mainly is a game where, like, because Illinois struggles in, like, injuries right now. Like, they you never know who's playing. And Kofi is so dominant right now. But I think, like, if Arizona can win this, like, obviously Illinois kind of, like, been in and out of the rankings. Obviously, you know, not really doing what that we thought they would do. But I think that if Arizona can beat a team like Illinois, it will just even help them even more. Like, they're ranked 11 right now. But this can definitely shoot them up because a lot of them teams are losing up there. So, I think it's a big game for Arizona. And I think they can't – I think they will win this game. 
Uh, the next team I have, number 14, Houston, versus number nine, Alabama. I think it's as simple as the fans can three-pointers. Really fine. I think, I think it's going to be a really good game. I think uh, if I had to choose, I'm going to go – if I want to see, I mean, I'm not going to choose yet because I like to see the line before this game comes out because I think it's going to be close. I'm hammering Houston uh, money line if it's going to be close uh, spread. If not, I'm just going to take their spread. Uh, if they if they're giving Bama like a decent amount because I think they can give Bama, they might give Bama a lot because of that big win they're coming off. But if there's any team that can hang with Bama um, defensively, it's Houston because they are just as athletic, if not more athletic than Alabama is, and they they defend every year, year in year out. They know what they're doing. They're a, they're always a veteran team, too. And I mean, the big question everyone's at, everyone's gonna be asking is Bama gonna get hot? Are they gonna stay hot? Whatever. But no, I I really like Houston. I think this is a big letdown game for Bama. Um, it's hard to get up for one like this. I know you're home again, but I actually I think I like Houston as of right now. Well, yeah, I'm kind of um I kind of had to pick Bama, you know, because they've won me two bets in a row in football and basketball in two very big games. So I, I'm, I'm taking Bama, but I think it's going to be hard for Bama, like Luke kind of was talking about, because Houston's defense is always so good, and Bama's a team where they have to be hot, really, in order to win, which is kind of like a lot of teams, but Bama's definitely one of them teams. And then, Luke, you were talking about the spread. Um, Houston's actually, on ESPN, is projected to win, like, 61%. So their favorites right now, Houston is on ESPN. Yeah, I mean, Houston has that one loss to Wisconsin, which is not even looking that bad right now. It's not compared to Iona, like yeah. And then like, look what they did when they the day they came back. They beat Oregon by thirty. Yeah, the only difference like between these two teams is that Bama obviously beat like a really good team like mm-hmm. Zags when Houston just has that one loss. They haven't had that huge win. Yeah, I think it can go either way. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, I'm obviously not gonna be surprised if Bama wins because they're gonna be favored. But yeah, I think it's a perfect matchup, honestly. Kind yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the stats right now. Uh, two, they're like two best guards. Or no, I guess they got three. But uh, Marcus Sasser and uh, Draymond Mark, they're both averaging three steals a game. I mean, that near backcourt's fucking unbelievable. I mean, as a team, they're uh, eleven steals a game, like fucking uh, four point two blocks. Like they're gonna like this. I never like even realized how well they defended actually. Yeah, Sasser's a dog. I mean, he was there last year, too, with their Final Four run. He's kind of the only guy they have left. They lost Grimes and Giroux, so he's the guy, and he's having a hell of a year. So, it, I can't wait. This is another game. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait for this one. Except on a Friday? Saturday? Saturday. Oh, thank God. Oh, yeah, Saturday has a massive slate. It should be a great night. game. This is a good Saturday. Oh, yeah, I mean, not having college football, this is a huge consolation prize. Holy shit. Like, I think almost every – and then I'm going to get into another game, but almost, like, all these are on Saturday. This ain't Saturday. even the consolation prize. Yeah, College basketball is never the College basketball. College basketball is never the consolation prize. <laughs> Disrespect. Well, now the next game we got, number six, Villanova, is going to number two, Baylor. I mean – Villanova, if they can win this game, holy fuck, what a win. Like, they're playing Baylor at Baylor. Baylor's obviously ranked two. Super well-coached team. Both of these coaches are fucking monsters. But, I mean, fuck. Like, I obviously, I'd like to look at and This should be, like, a really close game. On a Sunday, too. Wow, we get a treat for football. Last thing I want to bring up, though. Baylor is way fucking deeper than Villanova. Am I wrong? <laughs> like, oh, like, way deeper. That's a million miles. Problem. Oh my goodness! They, 
All right, this is another good one. Yeah, back-to-back days. <laughs> what a treat they're giving us here right before the um, conference play starts. Oh, this is going to be a hell of a game, too. I think Baylor beats them pretty handily, though. I mean, I, Villanova's struggled uh, down the stretch a lot of games. Uh, Syracuse, they pulled away, which was surprising. I thought I thought it, once it was close there, I thought Syracuse was going to kind of get their number. But, uh, yeah, Baylor, I think, just gets them down the stretch. I think they win this game by double digits. Yeah, I agree. I think first half is going to be, like, a nice, like, close game and everything. But at the end, I just think Baylor is going to, like, kind of prove why they're, like, they're up there. And I think Baylor's taking it. That's all I can really say about it, honestly. I think if – I mean, Baylor's one of those teams, obviously, we said they get in your shorts on defense. They don't know if we can handle the ball, which they I mean, they should. They got the guards to do it. But I just think at the end of the day, it's just going to come down to the depth and Baylor's just going to outplay them. Well, yep. I mean, if they wear, if they wear Villanova out, and then, or even if they, you know, get them into foul trouble or whatever, like that's a huge fucking problem for Villanova. Yeah, and they're gonna make you work on offense. Like, they're, Baylor's gonna play defense, and Villanova, they're gonna make Villanova work on offense. They're gonna use that whole shot clock, which is a, gonna be a lot, uh, a lot of time. So I think it's gonna be, I think Baylor beats them double digits. Yeah, I was going. Everything I got in college football. I mean, college football. Fuck me. College basketball for upcoming games. Uh, <laughs> unless anything else jumps out to you guys. I totally forgot to look at um, upcoming games. So, yeah, I as of right now, I don't really think I got anything. Yeah, I did the, uh, <laughs> did the best I could. I think I hit up on all of, like the, you know, games that, you know, really jump out at you, you know. Yeah, I'm looking like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Bama plays Memphis, but that's kind of a shitty game now that you'll think now that you see it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I do want to give one shout out to this uh, one of these point guards. Logan knows the team, California Baptist. Oh my God, Get this guy, uh, Taron Armstrong. Look him up, watch him play. I think he's like six five, point guard for him. He looks just like Josh Giddy. He's averaging twelve nine and eight as their point guard. Like he's he's 12, killing nine it. and eight. That's just a. <laughs> I know he's playing for California Baptist, but I, I I bet on them one time and they won for me, and then I was like, like a week or two goes by, and I see it again. I'm like, this, this, I this guy is this fucking good. Twelve yeah, nine is a point guard. What's his name? Taron Armstrong. I'll just never understand why Luke betted on California Baptist. I like rounded up on their assist rebounds, but. Dude, I found a I found a game that's actually pretty decent or could be decent. I just lost it though. Friday's a good slate. I think it was. No, Saturday. Where, where's Friday's the game shit. at? I swear I just found a decent game. It was Bonnie's play somebody. UConn. Obviously, yeah, Bonnie's UConn. I mean, obviously like Bonnie's lost, but like I just like was scrolling through. UConn tonight. I bet on West Virginia tonight. I had the money line against UConn. They were home and UConn was about <laughs> Sunoco and then their third leading scorers. So I don't know when they're back. You said they got hurt. They weren't playing. What'd you say? Sunoco and then their third leading scorer after him were all were both out tonight. Did they win though? No, I had West Virginia money line. West Virginia won. West Virginia beat them. Yeah. Oh shit, dude. It's hard to win at West Virginia. Dad, country know. roads, baby. <laughs> that place is tough. Yeah, I knew. And that. I saw um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on their coach's name. Who? Oh. West Virginia's shit. Oh my God! What's his name? The 
big boy. Oh my. Huggins, Bobby Huggins. 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 He's, fourth, he's fourth all time in uh, wins. Oh, I know. He's nuts. The defense, West Virginia's defense, nuts every year. Yeah, they're they're good. They're pretty good. But uh, obviously, you kind of didn't have all their guys. But yeah, but that still hurts them. Yeah, that, that'll, yeah. Be, that'll, that'll be a good one. Yeah, I just keep scrolling through right now on like the days, and I haven't really seen anything else. Usually, at Marquette could be kind of interesting at Marquette. I did see that one. Oh, yeah. that one's at that's at the Bucks Stadium. <coughs> There's another game that was played there this year too. Yeah, um, the one they beat um, upset Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that wrap up everything for college basketball. Yeah, I haven't really found anything else unless you want to talk about Florida versus Maryland. <laughs> no, no Maryland, Maryland is the just... most. Overrated team. Maryland Ever. just canned their coach, didn't they? Yeah. They're so ass. It is so funny. Well, they go, I love how they say mutual. Um, it was mutual. It's like, what are you both walking in the same time? Be like, what <laughs> are you doing? It's not mutual whatsoever. There's yeah, it's no like way. you both walk in the same room at the same time. Be like, whoa, what are you doing here? And there's like, say at the same time. Be like, I'm done. Yeah. The next time, you're fired. Same fucking time. <laughs> That's not, it was not mutual. Well, Luke, on Sunday, though, at 6 o'clock, California Baptist goes against UC Riverside. Well, I'm not saying California Baptist is, like, good, but... Uh, you, yeah, you did. You were telling me all about them one day. I said they got a damn good... Uh, they have all... Uh, their team is just a bunch of uh, white guys, and they can... They're just a bunch of... I don't know how, even how to explain it, but they, I liked them when I saw them, but their record is pretty bad, I think. A bunch of fundamental basketball players. Yes, Yes. Yeah. USC is going to keep rolling. Long Beach State. Now we're just talking, but yeah. <laughs> California basketball is back. Dude, California Baptist does play Arizona, though. In... California Baptist is 8 1. I lied. Holy shit. They lost to Texas. Yeah, that's their only loss. By 24. Dude, they play Arizona on the 18th. Uh, I believe it's a Saturday. They don't play any... They... I didn't realize they're 8 1. That is the only somewhat decent team they'll play the rest of the year, though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. But Aaron Armstrong, watch out! Watch out for him, Daniel Akin. No, yeah, but I mean, I think that Rushman. Everything. Uh, only had two birds, one clone. We had talk about California Baptist, but uh, yeah, I mean. Since I just brought that up, we got some pretty big news changes. Uh, we are changing our podcast name. Uh, it's about time. Not going to say it yet. Got to wait for the logo. But uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram. Uh, fuck, what? Oh, comment section if you like our intro and outro for uh, our, this college basketball show. I thought it was pretty fucking good. But, uh, yeah. Um, I listened sure you- to it. I listened to it today when I was doing, like, homework. And I didn't realize you – I didn't even know you changed the uh, intro for basketball. He, he told us that, Luke. He put it in the chat and he said it. I don't remember that. But it was good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, tune into our – It'll be posted fucking – well, I guess every on my Instagram, but, uh, yeah, this will be posted Thursday. Whatever. Uh, you get the point, but uh, thanks for listening. All is ticked. There you are. You're for your life. You're a shooting star for those years. 
no one knows It's a hard work But now it shows That one shining moment You reach deep inside In one shining moment You knew you were alive Feel the beat of your heart The wind in your face It's more than a contest It's more than a race 